we have to have a few fundamentals. The first fundamental is that you cannot make her better. And the second fundamental is that your support is not going to make her worse. And now a lot of the questions fall away because a lot of the questions come from this, this noise that we hear. I'm always going to be there for her, so why should she ever become better? And that somehow she's going to be forced to function. Sometimes people, they say, I also don't want to get up in the morning, but I'm forced, so I got up. None of this applies. None of this applies to somebody who is together, what we call kid in pain. None of this applies to dysfunctional people. Some people say, I also wanted to have chocolate cake and I was miscabber. So that means that they could be miscabber. You could take your gvura and put it on someone else. You don't know how much of a taiva it was and how much self-motivation they have. And it, you can, everybody likes to, to, to throw on, like I, like I told the people before, everybody likes to take these catchphrases, gamzula taiva, everything's bashert, you know, and put it on somebody else. And one of the most powerful things that I've heard recently is from the Nesiva Shalom. I never knew it until recently, where he says, Musa and Chasidus is for yourself, not for other people. Because we all learn Musa, we take a concept, and we find other people to tell it to. We find Chasidus, we get off, Mamish, ah, Shabbos, and then we, Shabbos, how could you not realize? No, Musa and Chasidus is for ourselves. Self-improvement is for ourselves. Nice, kitschy catchphrases is for ourselves. Dealing with somebody else, by being there for them, they're not going to be worse. And we keep on hearing this, this voice, yeah, but you're spoiling them and they need it and, and, and they need to, to, to be pressured and, and how are they going to be a mensch? And, and it's like, how, how do all the other kids know how to be a mensch? They didn't need it. But this kid needs Tati and Mommy to catch her. All of a sudden we think, no, but what's going to make her healthy is if she falls on her face. No, that pressure is going to break her sooner. And it could be she's going to break anyway. So I want you there. There is no piece of me that believes that by being there for them, that you will hurt them. But even if it would be, you have to play the odds. Odds are that if you're not there, they're going to crash and burn. So I get these questions in different ways, but it's all the same question. We had a question today. Girl's in a, in a psych ward, and she wants to leave. So should the parents say, no, we don't agree? So I said, if you say you don't agree, is she going to stay? No. So what do you accomplish? She's just going to come home anyway. Stay out of it. It's not You can't make her stay. You can't make her leave. You can't make them keep her. They want to throw her out now of the rehab. Okay. So, so what should we do? What could you do? You don't have control over this child and you don't have control over the rehab. You don't have control over what's going to be. You own, the only control you have is I'm here with you. The only control is that I'm going to be with you to catch you and to help you and to support you until they, until you can walk on your own. So the fact that your NKN in this situation is so great that she's relying on you is not a negative. Even if, according to the other side, that it's slowing her down. So she'll become functioning a, a week or a month later. 
I still wouldn't take a chance and pull it away from her. She needs Tati and Mami. Dysfunctional people, especially she has not finished her trauma work yet. She's still dysfunctional. Her brain is not thinking like a normal person. And Adarabha, when they start thinking like a normal person, you won't need to have this question because you'll see they fly. They get up and they walk and they want to be, they want, they want everything that we want for them. We should get rid of this noise in our head. You got to be tough on them because if you're going to be easy on them, they're going to take advantage of you. Really? They're going to be 80 years old and you're going to be 120 and they're still going to be eating and you're going to clean for them because they're taking advantage of you. They have no ruts and to live. It's, it's a, it's, it's not the way I see things at all. In my experience, I have not seen that laziness is a part of this. And I haven't seen that taking away support is something that's going to make her better. So the fact that she wants you to be there with her is something that you should, you should say, of course. I, if you're so close to her, so your helicopter parents, why should she ever learn how to clean? She's not going to learn how to clean faster because you're there. It's not a healthy kid. Healthy kids from America, they go to Eretz Yisrael and the parents say, it's so good, they're going to learn how to be on their own. Because they can. But we're not talking about a healthy kid. And we don't know that they can. And if they can't, they're going to fall apart and it's going to be crazy. You're going to be, you're going to have so much tsaris. So of course it's a lot of work and it's a lot of dedication. But we have to, we have to remove in the equation when we're thinking about what to do. We have to take away these thoughts that I believe comes from the Gaian that they're always going to fail if we're there for them and, and, and our nurturing them is hurting them and they got to be on their own and how are they going to learn? Why should she have a cook? Blah, 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 blah. Come on. Is she going to get healed from her, her, her dysfunction, from her damage, from her trauma because you're not going to be there? No. So you should go away from her until she's healed because then she's going to heal faster. I, I just don't subscribe to the whole, to the whole thing as much as you can be there for her because if she falls, I want her falling into your arms and maybe you'll keep her from falling or maybe she'll be there and, and she'll fall into your arms. Pressure does not help our kips become functioning. Pressure does not help our kips become better human beings. Pressure is the enemy. And how do you know when they can do, handle pressure? They will start saying, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to deal. And until then, you have to carry them. You have to carry them through the dark years. And they will say, like what she told you, I have the best parents in the world. You're caring for me. You're so devoted to me, she wrote you. This is the difference. Now, really, there's another battle, a battle over life and death. Because trauma victims and kids who really struggle, we, we have this whole life, which is dysfunctional and all these battles. There's always another battle. Do I want to live? Do I want a future? Do I want to overdose? Do I want to jump? Do I want to? And that's the battle that I really care about. And that's the battle that you're winning by keeping her away from that as much as possible because I have parents and family. The way that you were mechanach your other children, the from, from, from erlicha kids, to go ahead and embrace her, even though she's not tanua, and even though she's not from, and even though she's not, and even though she's not, the way the whole family, such a Havas Yisrael and such a Havas Abriyas and such Eidola from people to go realize 
that our sister was stabbed and we have to go now and, and, and be there for her. And even if it's embarrassing and even if it's difficult and even if it takes time and even if it takes energy, the more people that she has in her team, the better off that she has a chance to live through this and to eventually not just survive, but thrive. And she's going to want to be like your family. She's going to want to be from and Erlich and all of that, but we can't abandon her. So your chinuch of your other children by teaching them what, what you believe along with your dastaira is what gives the basis that these children don't feel lost. They don't feel lost. Imagine if she would go through what she went through and then feel my parents judge me. My father doesn't like me. My mother thinks I'm a loser. I'm a rebel. You put that on top of them. I would jump over the roof. How could you live like that? How could you live? And we know that they're the sweetest, most sensitive neshamas. We know that they really care. If someone looks at them wrong, they have so much pain. They would have so much, so much, so much more pain to them. So we're, I can't even risk, risk that over trying to, even if it's true, which I don't believe, as I said, that any of that is true, but it's not worth it. We have much bigger eggs to fry. We have to be there for them, believe in Epish, and we have to think about in 10 years from now. If we had Mamish, the same type of question comes up every day in, in a different way. And I always ask you to think, are we healing the dysfunction by, by not being there for them? No. So then what are we doing? Just be there for them. And it's the same thing over here. I know it's a long journey. It's a long journey. And really, you're just getting started. I know you're tired. It's very tiring, very painful. Hashem gave you this neshama to carry for many, many years. I really believe that at the end of the day, if you if you look at our statistics, one day you will have nachas, Yiddish nachas, erlichadayris. But right now, we can't even think about that. Right now, we got to keep her from falling. we got to keep her from crashing. She has a, a lot of dysfunction in her. She said herself, I decided I'm not working. Really? Interesting. Who's going to pay your bills? You I didn't say that. You didn't say didn't. that. You didn't right. say that. Right? Why? Because how would that help? Any normal person would say that. You're TP trained. That's not going to help. We have a real serious emotional issue here. We have emotional cancer. Imagine a child with physical cancer and says, I, I don't think I'm going to work. Would anybody say, but, but how are you going to support your husband? How are you going to, nobody, nobody would say that. And this is really the Nakuda. We didn't grow up with this type of emotional, psychological illness as part of our lives. So we just don't know how to deal with it. But we, we're very, very good at physical illness where we have complete sympathy, empathy. We never say, oh, don't make her food for her because then she's going to be lazy. She's cancer. Physical illness, we never say that. If you're always going to clean for her, no, she has to get up and go, no, let the doctors uh, know how to push her. In physical therapy, they'll push her. But at home, you're not there to push her. And we have to use those same very clear tools on emotional and psychological, psychiatric illness. Otherwise, the kids feel completely and it becomes a very, very big danger to them.